All right, so we're back for another episode of Is This Adulthood? And I am so excited. I have my friend, Lisa, joining me. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Ryan. This is great. This is great to have you here. I'm doing really well. And I actually have a Western hoodie on. I love it. Because I thought about how we met. And we met at Western like, wow, like nine years ago, which is (laughs) wild. And then when I moved to Ottawa, tell that story about how we met once I moved to Ottawa, because that's a little wild. So this is actually like the day of, so after I finished quarantine from moving back from the UK, um, I was with my friend Ziad who came down from Toronto and we were walking around um, downtown and all of a sudden, like I was walking by this like bar and Ryan was like sitting at this table with other people. And I, I just like glanced once and I was like, he looks familiar. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's Ryan. <laughs> and I, cause I haven't seen you for like, what, like five years. And so I was just like, I should just say hi. Like I should just say hi. And then, yeah, it just, we, we started talking. You invited mm-hmm. us to your table um and yeah it was really awesome it was just so by chance but I I loved it 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 just it everything just kind of like lined up you know I feel like it was meant to be and what's really interesting about that story is you were going you told us you're like yeah I'd love to like sit down with you guys but we have to actually go to uh, a a proposal like a marriage proposal yeah and so I was like (laughs) (laughs) oh okay okay fine so I was thinking okay like Lisa's gonna go meet up for her friend proposing she's not gonna (laughs) come back like they'll probably go out for drinks or whatever the case may be and this was all outside on a patio during the summer and the patios were open so I was like okay like she'll probably go with her friends and you literally did come back like an hour later and you sat down with us yeah and then you were like I was like oh like how did you know the happy couple and you're like we didn't know them they just came up to us and they're like, hey, do you want to watch our proposal? And you're like, sure. <laughs> it's such a Lisa story. You just were a part of some strangers uh, wedding uh, marriage proposal. But hey, it worked out. You came back. We chatted. We reconnected. And uh, it's been nice to have another uh, friend in Ottawa because I was I was new there. And uh, it, yeah, I'm, a, I'm thankful for it. Oh, me too, Rye. Honestly, it's so great that we've become just such great friends, like, since. And um, I honestly think everything happens for a reason. And this is just one of them, right? 100%. And we're going to touch on a topic today about knowing your worth and knowing your value, um, touching on it in relation to dating and the crazy (laughs) dating world that we're in and, you know, matching other people's energy and I'm excited to talk to you about this because you and I have talked a lot about love and dating just as friends, like talking on the phone or FaceTime. So it's an interesting topic. And I believe that during the summer you had brought up, you know, knowing your worth and things like that. And so finally you're on the podcast. This is exciting. It's so crazy. Cause like, this was so last minute too, right? Today you're like, Oh, you want to do this podcast? I'm like, (laughs) Gosh, like I was like, I just I can't say no to this because you know this would be the first time I'm ever trying something like this, and I'm always one to like get out of my comfort zone. But gosh, one thing a lot of people don't know about me is that like I get super nervous on video. Like I really yeah, yeah. When like I know something's being recorded or like I just get super nervous. So we'll see how this goes. I'm just gonna keep on trying to pretend that this is a friendly chat. (laughs) 
Well, you're uh, you're doing great so far. So I'll say <laughs> that to start off. And uh, yeah, it was last minute because I was actually um, I had this planned with uh, another friend because she was in a clubhouse room about the topic and we had talked about the topic before. So I was going to talk to her about it and then she couldn't do it because of work. And then I was like, OK, you know what? Let me try to do this topic on my own. And I was thinking about it. I was like writing notes while I was getting my tires changed. And then I was like, I was like, Lisa would be perfect to talk to me about this. So then I reached out and I'm like, I know it was last minute, but like, you're also someone that always goes with the flow. So I'm like, okay, (laughs) you know, if anything, maybe the nerves will hold her back from like saying yes to it. But other than, other than that, like Lisa's going to go with it. I feel like, you know, I'm kind of a yes girl. Um, And honestly, especially during the pandemic, I feel like I, there's just no way to go about it. Like you just got to say yes to like all these different opportunities that come by. Cause it's like, what else are you going to do during the pandemic? Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that can actually go into a topic related to knowing your worth, knowing your value. And when you start dating someone, do you find that you've dealt with that at all about being like a yes person in a relationship? And does that actually add some value to the relationship as you start to get to know the person or does it kind of hold you back because now this person has you in the palm of your hands like how do you feel about that (laughs) oh gosh well I'm probably not the best person to talk about this in the sense I haven't had that much dating experience right um for myself I've I've, I've seen people a lot, but never really had full on relationship that lasted longer than a couple months. So, um, but from my experience and from what I've learned from the ones that, you know, have happened, um, setting boundaries is so important. Um, and I just, gosh, and I've been that type of person too, where I've crossed boundaries with other people, not even realizing it too, and vice versa. And it's like really just being able to put those boundaries there and make, I guess, expectations more clear as to what you want or what you need out of the relationship um, rather than saying yes to everything all the time. Because that's the thing. If you if you constantly say stay uh, or say yes, it's you're just you might be saying yes to things that you don't want. And ultimately, like, I think that will take that like it will it will hinder your relationship because Mm -hmm. you're always going to be putting you know the other person's wants first for instance and then there's going to be this like suppression of feelings where you're like okay like I'm acting like everything's okay you know and it's just going to bottle up and accumulate and then there will be some sort of resentment at the end if you're constantly like constantly saying yes to things constantly giving in. So it's better to just be upfront about how you're feeling all the time, whether that's a no, whether that's a yes. Um, that's definitely what I've learned. (laughs) I agree a hundred percent. And I've caught myself doing that before too, especially in the courtship stage, when you start talking to someone and going on dates and they'll say something that like, normally like say it was someone that I wasn't super into or super attracted to if they were to say something about that topic or to say something you know maybe one of their values doesn't line up with mine I would be like okay they're a nice enough person but like we don't really click whereas because I'm so into them I'm like oh okay 
Yeah. Like, you know, and I like, I like hearing different perspectives, of course, but there's sometimes where like your values don't mesh up and you're on this date and you're just like, you want it to work so bad because there's all these other things on paper. You know, if there's a list of things, there's all these other things that match up, but then they start saying things and it's like, wait a second. Like we don't match up on that. That wouldn't work long-term because our values do not line up. So I can totally see that. And I think a lot of the times at the beginning, we'll do that because we're like, okay, maybe I don't match up, but I don't want to scare them away. So it's not that you're agreeing with something you don't agree with maybe sometimes, but most of the time it's just like, okay. Like, you know, you kind of like pass over it rather than being like, oh, really? Yeah. I don't, I don't see it that way. I try to, I try to do it more where I do stand up for myself and be like, yeah, I don't see it that way. And I'll explain why. And I do think that, that, you know, the right people will like that because it's something, it's a counterpoint, right? It's not just like a, yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like a yes person. And I think that like, you know, sometimes you can be a yes person for like adventure or new opportunities and things like that. But I do think in the dating world, you've got to stand your ground a little bit. You do, because this is the thing, like a lot of people what they don't realize is that respect is a huge level of having a healthy relationship and if you can't respect the other person and vice versa it's just not going to work period and gosh I've had relationships where oh it, it just like there was no respect there and it was just because like boundaries weren't set and like ultimately like boundaries were just kept on being crossed and like you you have to kind of when you fall into a situation like that right you have to be able to catch yourself doing that and then be like okay wait like what can I do to change the situation because clearly when it gets to that point it's oriented like a negative a negative trajectory right so mm-hmm. I definitely agree with you on, on so many points and uh yeah, it's, it's a definitely an interesting topic for sure. Yeah. And it, it ties into knowing your worth too. And yeah. for a long time, I struggled with that, like knowing my true worth, my true value. And so crazy to me though, right? Cause you know how, like, you know how, what I think about you, I think you're so great. And gosh, oh. like when you end up finding the right person, they're going to see that. And you're, you're never going to doubt that, you know, like you you really won't. You're right. You're right. And I do think that that person will, you know, remind me of that, you know, when I'm having those moments where maybe there's a little bit of doubt, but I've gone to a point where I've, I see myself more as that, as that person that like, you know, um, the values and the things that I'm looking for and the things that I know that I have to offer are things that I would want from someone else in a way or someone to compliment me. And, but that took a while, like for a long time, as much as I thought like, oh, I'm confident and I know my worth and things like that. I don't know if I did because I feel like I let some guys walk over me a little bit, you know, as much as I didn't think that I was, it's like, wait a second, like you're chasing them. And that's something that I've seen or heard with like manifestation. You may have heard this too. I, I don't know if it's on TikTok or where, but um, maybe it was on a podcast. But it, um, it's, I don't chase, I attract. And I try to keep reminding myself of that recently because why am I chasing after these people? I need to attract that into my life. And I'm going to give back to them the same vibes that they're giving back to me. And with the right person, we're going to boost each other up. 
But it took me a while to get to that point of knowing my worth. And I still have to remind myself of that sometimes. And I don't know whether you've had this or not, but I've had it where it's like, I'm talking to someone and they're not treating me the way that I know that I should be treated. And I have to cut them off. And it sucks because in the past I would have just continued going. And at least then you still have the flirt man. Maybe you still have dates. Maybe you still have the physical connection, you know, hooking up, whatever. But now I spot it pretty early on and I have to kind of cut them off. And sometimes it sucks because it's like, oh, like <laughs> I was so excited about them. Like you're saving, like you're saving your time. You're saving their time. True. You know what I mean? Um, and I think you had some great points. Like, gosh, I don't think it's like people not being grateful or, you know, but maybe it's a complacency level. I think like, it's so easy to get complacent in relationships and just almost, um, you know, not try anymore or not try and like, I guess, um, be your best self. And when you catch that, you're like, Hey, honestly, like this is really nice, but (laughs) I'm, out because I just I don't really want to deal with that right like you understand that what you have to offer is really great and if people can't really see that um like like consistently I think there's a huge red flag in that I saw this TikTok and I felt like it really I've been thinking about it a lot recently and it's about matching the energy that someone's putting in. So this girl like used an example of being on like, I think Bumble or one of the dating apps. And she was replying to guys the same way they'd messaged her. Not exactly maybe the same wording, but the same kind of vibe. So if they said, Hey, she'd be like, hello. If they were like, Hey, how's it going? She'd be like, Hey, it's going well. Like, how about you? Whereas like, I find, I don't know if you've ever done this, but like sometimes like a guy has been like, hi, And I've been like, hi, like, how's it going? And it's like, wait a second, like already I'm putting in way more energy than he had to do for literally like a two letter word, just like hi, or like an emoji. And so I've been thinking about that a lot recently, even with like text messages, maybe with someone that you're interested in or starting to see or whatever, if they're not going to match your energy and if they're not going to be asking you questions or getting to know you or putting in that effort to um, really explore this relationship more than just a, hey, what's up? Because they want to come meet up with you later tonight. Why, why give them more energy than what they're putting into it, right? Why exude more of that from yourself? So, I mean, I definitely catch myself still where like I'm putting in more effort, but I'm trying to match the energy that some of these people are giving me. And if there's no energy from them at all, well, then it fades out but then they weren't meant to be anyway. So I don't know. What do you think about that? Have you, have you already started doing that? I used to do that when I was younger. I I'll be honest. I used to play that game where it was like, okay, whatever they text, I'm going to kind of have the same character count. Like I would think into it a lot and, and like, you know, try and play this game and gosh, the more I like grow up, the more I'm just like, wow, like if you connect with someone, like that shouldn't even be a thing. (laughs) Like if you genuinely have a good connection with someone, it's like you, that's, that's something that you should never even think about, you know? And like you said, right. Like if they, if you're like, um, if you're asking them really great questions and they're not really reciprocating or not appreciating them, they're probably not the right person for you. 
Like that, that's exactly it. It's, it's one of those things where, um, you all, it's a two-way street when it comes to relationship. Right. So, um, I understand the whole matching of energies in the sense of like, it can't just be one person working at it and then the other person not. It's, it's, it's one of those things where it has to be both people. And if it's, if it's not there, it's not there. There's no reason to force things because, um, Oh, uh, a quote that my friend always uh, tells me, um, what's meant for you will not pass by you. It's actually become one of my favorite quotes, Ryan, um, because it's so true. Like when things are meant for you, things just naturally fall into place. It's not even like a question. And that's why like, I, I, I strongly believe that like, you'll find the right person who knows your worth, who, you know, sees the value that you bring and loves you for every, every faults and every perfection that you have. <laughs> so, yeah. Exactly. And I love that. Uh, can you say it one more time? Oh, what's meant for you will not pass by you. It's so true. And I catch myself noticing the signs that, you know, God, the universe is sending through getting to know, in my experience, some of these guys, it's like pretty shortly, like once I start getting feelings all of a sudden, and of course, like sometimes you're looking for the flaws and I do catch myself doing that sometimes, right? You, you look for it, but like also sometimes there are like serious things where it's like, oh my gosh, like, no, you know, like that's not going to work out. Like that does not line up with like the person that I'm looking for. And it sucks. Cause it's like, finally you're like, oh, I met this person. Like they're cute. <laughs> they're like funny. They're charming. I get like good vibes. I love chatting with them on the phone via text, like all these things. And then it's like, oh, like that's a major red flag. And it's like, I spotted this and now it's like, yeah, you know, like as queen would say, another one bites the dust, right? It's just like <laughs> on to the next. And then the next one also has something that like seriously isn't going to work out, but there's a reason for it. There's a reason why that's happening. There's a reason why it's not working out. I do truly believe that it just sucks. Cause it's like, Oh, I want someone to flirt with, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun, right? Yeah. But I love that quote. Yeah, I know. Right. It's such a great quote. Um, all she's going to love it if I, I show her this podcast too. Um, but I, I honestly like truly believe, right. Like it's, it's one of those things where when you connect with someone, you'll just know if they have the same values as you, it, it just, it'll click. I think values is something that people kind of overlook. And sometimes people don't even realize after like a couple of years in a relationship that they just don't have the same values. And they're like, oh shoot, like <laughs> mm -hmm. then that's when it's like, gosh, like they have to make a decision whether to continue or, you know, drop it. And it's, it's, it's horrible because it's like, that's, that should be like the one thing, right. To make sure that you have the same values as your significant other, um, right off the bat, because if you don't, it's just a huge uphill battle all the time. You'll just constantly clash um you can be completely different people but if you don't have the same values it just won't work what's the biggest thing that you're looking for right now in a partner <laughs> or maybe the the top like two or three things that like you're really like if this person has it they're the one. Oh gosh that's a really good question <laughs> I didn't have this on on the list that I sent you I just <laughs> thought of it I'm like 
I kind of want to know. No, I'm curious. No, I think it's a really great question. And I, I like this because now this is kind of becoming more of a conversation. So I'm a little bit less nervous. Like this is like on the spot, like what we would just talk about. Right. Um, and well, one, I'm, I'm really not looking for anyone right now, as you know, Ryan, like it's one of those things where I'm just so happy with just focusing on myself right now. Cause I think that's a huge priority, especially with like everything that's going on with the pandemic and like mental health is such a huge thing. Like making sure that you're always just like lifting yourself up during this time. Right. Um, but I guess in regards to finding, um, a person that I feel would be a good match for myself, I definitely think it's like having the same values, like being able to agree on, you know, what's like, like what's wrong, what's right. Like things like that. Like, I feel like that's such a huge thing. Um, so having Mm -hmm. with really great values and, um, it's just super genuine. Like I, I love people who say it like it is and, um, and are, are, are very genuine people. I think the biggest trait where I would know as to whether or not someone's like the one, I guess, as cliche as that sounds, but, or at least the person that I would want to pursue a long-term relationship with is if they like, if they just, make me have that feeling where it's like, I want to be a better person for just knowing them. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's like such an incredible feeling to have with them, um, with uh, someone that, you know, you, you potentially love. And um, because ultimately you want them to bring light into your life, right? You want them to bring out the best sides of you. Um, but not saying that you're accountable for that personal for their personal growth. I don't think in any relationship you are accountable for that person growing, right? Like, um, it's one of those things where that person needs to want to like personally grow themselves. And but I think you can support that though. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. That. And then you grow together. That's the whole point of it. I think I I've seen a lot of relationships too, like a lot of my friends who, you know, they're trying to change a person or oh, okay. you yeah. know, like yeah. get them to, get, get them to like grow, like, and all this stuff. And it's like, honestly, like that's their journey. You, you, you should support them in any way you can and just be there for them. Um, constantly lift them in the sense of like, um, reminding them of how great they are and how, like how they're so capable. Cause I feel like that's something that I actually didn't do enough in my previous relationships, to be honest, Ryan, I, Oh gosh. I, again, this is why I'm definitely, <laughs> I don't know if I should be the person to be on this podcast. Cause in my previous relationships, I was kind of a bit of a villain in a sense, um, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I, do you feel comfortable sharing that? Yeah. Cause honestly, I I'm a, I'm a firm believer of, you know, um, taking accountability for things and, being vulnerable and being bold. So I guess, yeah, I, I, I don't mind sharing this. Um, but in regards to, you know, being that person that, you know, by just knowing that person, you want to be better. I feel like for myself, like I didn't, I didn't lift a lot of the people that I was with. I was constantly crit- criticizing. Um, and, I guess it was kind of that sense of like 
trying to make yourself feel um, better than them in a sense so that you would keep them around longer, which is just a really weird way of thinking, right? I've, and it's, it's really weird to admit this now because it's like, it's something that I, I didn't know I was actively doing until I like looked past, like looked by my previous relationships and was like, oh gosh, like I was just constantly, um, even though I'm super positive, as you know, and usually like I, I lift my friends up and everything, but when it comes to intimate relationships, it's one of those things where, um, I think I struggle to be my best version around these people for some reason. And it's something I'm still exploring, but, uh, yeah, maybe you can be my therapist in this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely not trained um, (laughs) therapist, but I'm here as a friend always. And I know we've talked about this before. And I just want to say that that's huge. That is so huge that you just shared that. I'm so thankful that you shared that. And I didn't know we were going to go down this route, but I'm so happy we did (laughs) because I truly believe that not enough people are open about, and I've said this to other friends, I don't know whether I've said this to you, but I truly believe that there are so many people and it's actually a turnoff to me on a first date when someone says, when someone is basically talking negatively about why their last relationship didn't work out and not taking any accountability themselves. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> right? And it's like the fact that you can own up to, hey, these are the things that I didn't do right. And it doesn't mean that person was perfect right? But here are the things that I didn't do right in the relationship. And maybe that's why it didn't work out. And now I'm taking steps to make sure that I don't repeat that because that didn't work out or that wasn't healthy or that wasn't putting me in the best place or that wasn't presenting my best self. So the fact that you can own up to that, I think is so huge. And I'm glad that you said that. And I just feel like so many times people are trying to blame the other person for things not working out. Sometimes it is. Sometimes you're like a perfect angel and the ex person is just an (laughs) awful person sometimes. But I think most of the time it takes two to tango. And maybe there's one person that's a little bit, quote unquote, worse in a relationship, maybe. But I think there's so many times where people are on a date and they're just bad mouthing their ex or bad mouthing why it ended and blaming the other person completely. And like, I don't know, it's kind of a turnoff to me. Like, you're not taking any accountability. So the fact that you can come on here and share that, I think that that is huge. I feel like it's something that the fact that you can vocalize, it means that you're probably aware enough that you can learn from it and do something different next time. And I think that's huge. So thank you for that, Lisa. (laughs) Thanks, Rye. Um, Yeah, like I, I think you're so right. There's there's some people out there who just can't take accountability for any of their actions. And I think that's a huge red flag. Um, and that's what I've, I've, I've found. I think that's, and this is the tough part. I think I'm not trying to make excuses for myself, but like, I think in some of my like previous relationships, right. When I saw a person wasn't taking full accountability of, you know, what, how they were making me feel and I was vocalizing it, or um, I thought that something was completely wrong. And they would just brush it off or just like, um, not, I guess they would avoid the topic and, and not really fully face, um, um, face it head on. And I think that's kind of created that whole 
defense mechanism for me. Like I didn't even realize I was doing this in my previous relationships. Like, but it was until I was just like looking back at them that I was like, gosh, like I, I definitely wasn't a complete angel in the relationship. Like I, I definitely contributed quite a bit to it. Um, and it was just like negative energy feeding off of negative energy. Right. And that's why it's just so important that, um, I guess that you're, you're, you get what you give into the world. Right. So it's like, when it comes to relationships too, like that same principle applies, like if you're sending out positive vibes and constantly, um, setting light, like, um, that person's way, like they're going to do the same for you. So moving into, you know, your next relationship, whenever you feel ready for that, what kind of things do you think you'll, you'll maybe do differently? Oh gosh, there's so many things I would do differently. Um, I think it would be one of those things where I think like, there's so many things that I did in my previous relationships, whether that's like codependency, even like sometimes I noticed I was codependent on that person or the other person was codependent too. Like, or like, I don't know if you know the term of like emotional fusion, but like, it's, yeah. So it's like when like people get emotionally fused so that you actually start feeling what the other person's feeling. Like, so for instance, imagine, um, imagine we're in a relationship, right? <laughs> I know this would never happen, obviously, because we have different tastes, but imagine <laughs> well, we case. have, we have similar tastes, but <laughs> like we have similar tastes to like what we're into. <laughs> if that makes sense. Definitely, yes. <laughs> um, but just imagine I'm having like a really great day, right? And then I cut like we're living together and I come back home and you're having a really horrible day. And then those feelings start seeping into me. And so I'm actually now feeling what you're feeling. And I'm starting to feel like quite about how you like, why, cause you're feeling. And then now you're emotionally fused at that point. And eventually you end up just like resenting that person because now like they're making you feel worse or sometimes even it's the opposite, right. Where like, you're, you're actually getting positive or positivity through that other person. And then that creates this whole codependency concept too, right? Where you're feeding off of people's emotions, but not being able to really have your own emotions and own that and have that space that you take up in a relationship. So Mm -hmm. gosh, like that's something I, I noticed that happened in my, like some of my previous like relationships, um, so definitely avoiding, yeah, codependency, um, emotional fusion, um, and definitely the criticism. Like, I think there's like constructive criticism where, you know, like you're really just trying to help that person be better. It's another to actually just like, almost like hold them to contempt so that, and make them feel worse about themselves, you know? And I feel like I, I definitely was not the best person at making my, my partners or, um, feeling the best about themselves. And it sucks though, because like the, the people that I have been with them, like are, I I have been with, they've been great. Like, and I don't think I constantly mentioned that, you know, I don't think I just kept on telling them how great they were and, and, and how, 
how highly I think of them because I think that would have definitely helped with the respect level of things and like us gaining mutual respect from each other but that just wasn't the case for a lot of my previous relationships yeah well I'm glad that you're you're taking a fresh new approach and and learning from past experiences and I know I've heard the quote like hurt people hurt people you know, I've, I've heard people say that about, you know, when someone hurts you in your life, and maybe that means that the other person has some inner work to do. And, you know, I don't know the the other side of it fully of the relationship. But if you're saying that maybe you were negative or, um, you know, giving criticism in a way that you could have said it differently, maybe there was something inside that was like hurting and needed to be worked on. And I think knowing you for the last couple of months, again, like reigniting that relationship. I mean, I've known you for years, but reigniting the friendship, I've definitely seen that in you where you've been trying to better yourself and learn more about yourself and become an even better person. And of course, I've always seen that you're bubbly and friendly with all your friends (laughs) and all that. So I I can't wait to see you take that into a relationship because I know the person will uh, be very happy to have that in their life and, and that energy that you bring. So thank you. Yeah. So sweet. Honestly, like I, I feel like I, I've grown so much, but I think it's also because of the people I've surrounded myself with, including you, right? Like, um, honestly I, I I definitely like believe in what's that quote where it's like something like your your vibe is your tribe or something I'm, I'm oh. worse, worse with quotes like I like uh, that yeah but it's like you when you attract like um like similar minded people it's and it's if it's like if you put positivity in the world like you're gonna attract that same positivity and, and positive people and those people will continuously make you feel that way right and honestly meeting you brian and just like meeting your friends too like and that now they're our friends it's fantastic because now it's like we have such a great tight-knit group where we're just constantly like supporting each other and lifting each other up I love that. And thanks again for coming on the podcast. You did great. I'm sure the listeners and the viewers will (laughs) feel the same. How do you feel? uh, I I feel like maybe it might have been a too much of a TMI situation. (laughs) Um, But it's one of those things where you know what I believe in. Like I'm always like I, I feel like it's always best to be like your most vulnerable self. And um and 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 just make bold moves in life because that's what that's where you're going to get to where you want to be and and really show your most genuine self right and the people who love it they're your friends the people who don't they're probably not meant to be your friends (laughs) no um, I I feel like we love it we love people that are open on the podcast and I know I value that in friendships and in relationships someone that can be open and honest and and learn from the past right like if no one's perfect but if you can learn from the past and and make a commitment to doing better in the future I mean what more can you ask for and I can't (laughs) wait for us to find our perfect people and we should definitely go on double dates once that happens Um, maybe not to sushi I know you love sushi you've told me many times how much you love sushi (laughs) But um, maybe we'll find a compromise in the middle. 
I love it. That sounds like a great plan, Ryan. Gosh, I don't even remember the last time I was, I've been on a double date before. <laughs> Maybe we'll go get burgers or something with our booze. Burgers and booze. Yes. And oh, booze. So burgers, booze, and booze. Oh, wait. Right? Oh, yes. Okay, that makes sense. Because said- we have the burgers, we have the booze, like our booze, and then we have like booze. I love it, Ryan. I thought it's kind said- of fun, right? Oh, you said boobs? And I was oh. like, I'm going to like a strip club because that's fun too. Like, I'm no. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I mean, hey, who knows? Maybe, maybe that'd be kind of a fun double date, but, right? No, no, no. This, this, I think we're on to something. Let's, let's have a double date at a strip club and have lunch there. <laughs> Ooh, some burgers, maybe some onion rings. I'm feeling like some onion rings. Yeah. Okay. This, this sounds, this sounds like a plan. First double date. <laughs> also, like, I mean, I think our booze should be down to do something random like that, right? Yeah. Might as well. Make for a good story. So exactly. thanks again, Lisa, for joining. Uh, if anyone listening wants to follow you and interact with you, what are, uh, where can they find you? My Instagram handle is remote Lisa. Just recently changed that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm obviously open to to any feedback that people have after this podcast because it's something it's like my first time doing something like this so open to that and 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 what people think about it you were great i'm sure the feedback will all be positive (laughs) thank you for sharing your story and if anyone wants to follow the podcast on instagram it's is this adulthood on instagram or at ita underscore podcast on twitter all right have a great day bye